Welcome to Mended Teacups. Molly and I, by the wonders of modern technology, are sitting in our own homes but chatting together about some of our experiences in home education through the years. Um, Molly, can you tell us what we're going to be talking about today? Okay, we're going to be talking about, a, a, actually it's another listener question, uh, along the lines of what happens if I decide after this that actually I don't want to send my child back to school. What do I do? Helen, <laughs> how, how would you start to answer that? Well, firstly, if you've been COVID schooling, as we've termed it, if you've had your children at home during lockdown and have found that it's, you've really enjoyed it, you've enjoyed having them there, you've discovered that they've, they've really enjoyed it and you don't want them to go back to school. Well, the basic answer is no, they don't have to go back to school. In the UK, the law is that they have to receive an education and that can be at school or otherwise. And it's up to the parents to decide how they want their child to be educated but it's not as common as going to school might be but it is certainly an option that you have to take responsibility for your children's education at home you don't have to be a teacher you don't have to stick to the national curriculum you can choose how your child carries on being educated and the education must be suitable for their age and ability which as their parent you're very well in a, in a very good place to, to work out what that might be Legally, the first thing that you would need to do is to write to the school because you need to ask for their chart their name to be removed from the register. That's the kind of the legal position. And we can put links on our blog post about this um, episode to help you find some places to help you word that letter well and make sure you understand how that works. So that's kind of the very basics. Yeah, you don't have to go back to school and that's how, how to sort of start going about it. Molly, what, what about going moving forward from, OK, they're not going back to school? Um, well, I guess at this stage in, in the, the term and particularly what, you know, living through a pandemic at the moment, that actually I would say the pressure's off, you know, <laughs> that you, you, you don't need to need to be trying to get your child to, to hand in any particular work that's set for them anymore. Um, and obviously that is very helpful you know if if your child is going to continue to and will be going back to school but actually if, if you're going to take a, this different route then actually I'd say you know the pressure's off and just start enjoying it you use this time this time now and this time all the way over the the summer holidays just simply to in a sense to observe your children uh, to enjoy being in them, with them to do things together to, to see how they learn what they're interested in you probably know a lot anyway and actually maybe jot, jot some things down spend some time with your children your child or children um, and talk about what they want to what they want to learn what they're interested in what what's their favorite subjects and also that the types of things but there are many different ways that you can learn about things so so actually spend time doing that initially i would say first thing Yes, I think that's really quite important. We've talked about it on our blog. There's, we've got other podcast um, episodes about starting out and so on. And I think that's one of the things is with home education, you can follow your child's interests and your interests and your ideas about what education is, what it's for, what it's preparing your children for, um, how you want to develop them as an individual person, developing them through to maturity, through to independence, what's important for you and what's important for your family over the summer holidays you can use that time preparing and thinking and just observing obviously praying you know, for us we, we would be praying about that and talk, thinking about how that fits in with our 
worldview, our Christian worldview as well, thinking about the heading and direction that we want. Do you need to go and rush out by a curriculum, a box of books? What do you think for that? I would say no. Um, I, I would say to begin with, absolutely, as we've said, you know, talk, talk with your children and, you know, get a, get a big piece of paper, you know, get a notebook and actually jot all those things down. And then by yourself as well, spend some time kind of thinking and praying as sort of Helen started to say about long-term goals. You know, there is huge freedom. It's kind of like... I think taking back the reins of, of where the way your child is going and your, edu- your child's education, because actually you're, you're, you're now directing it. And there's a massive freedom in that. And I also think massive empowerment in how our, our society is going to look in a generation's time. You know, if we as mothers are able to instill the values and the attitudes and the habits into our children now, they are then the ones that are going to be... Um, sort of out in the forefront and leads in our society in a generation's time so it's a hugely valuable empowering important thing as mums that we can be doing and and it's great fun and there's such a lot of freedom in it so actually to write to write down yourselves you know what's important how do you see your child in you know what what would you like to instill as your child's an adult because actually you're not you're not preparing them it's a completely different mindset you're not getting them trying to get them through sats you're not trying to prepare them for exams you're actually wanting them you're trying to prepare them to live a life in society as an individual who will be compassionate and have integrity and have wisdom and be kind and and make good choices and so actually you're you're wanting to instill all those things and actually and, and the learning that the learning that they that they do that that comes as a part of that but i but i would say that the the main structure is actually how you're wanting them to be as a character as a person how they want to live their lives so write spend some time writing actually yourself in a, in a journal or something think and just say you know what what's important to you so things like values fundamentally it's your worldview what what kind of what your world worldview is and that's a good thing to start thinking about if it's not something you thought of before and then your values what's in, what are your important values and what would you like to be able to pass on to your children the attitudes as well how, how how you want them to to relate to other people and then as well as that things like their skills their abilities their natural talents i know one of the things i, I started praying when our kids were really young was that God would show me, show me what their natural abilities and natural skills and natural talents were, and then show me how I could, or how I could invest in those, either with different sort of clubs or, or, or whatever. And also that God would show me and put people into their lives who would, um, who would be able to help them and nurture those areas in a way that I couldn't. So for when the boys were young, we had this wonderful neighbour who would come and read to the boys once a week. And she was incredibly creative. And she also then did some um, drawing with them, some art with them, some technical drawing, which for my oldest son, who's now going into engineering, you know, was hugely valuable that she taught him all that kind of technical, those technical drawing skills. So praying as well, you know, praying that God will put people and situations and opportunities into their lives and it becomes, it just becomes an in, incredibly exciting adventure because, you know, you, you can't see the road ahead, but you can have some, some kind of vision and some goals. And, and I think those change as, as they get older, you know, as they're little, but actually one of, one of the goals you might think, actually, you know, I've just, in fact, just like to be able to, you know, for my child 
going to be able to tell them our three parents put their shoes away and actually <laughs> they've done it off the third time <laughs> that will be a win situation so it's kind of simple things like that whereas as they get older it's you know, starting to take a bit more responsibility for their work and um, they're starting to have a sense of pride in what they've achieved and yeah so it sort of changes as you go as you go but to begin with just you know think big and and it's exciting it's a whole new adventure so yeah dream a little bit what about uh, I was just thinking maybe people with more than one child one child in lockdown has thrived at being at home with their family but the other child is just really wanting to be back at school and that's the place that they would be best but would you recommend a kind of a splitting of the family like that would you recommend or do you think children it should be all in or all out you know I certainly know and I know we both know families who that does work for I think it can be it can be problematic because if you know you want to go out and spend the whole day out doing somewhere because actually home ed is a lot of outside time rather than inside of the house then actually you do have to be home for the three thirty pick up but you know friends can pick up as well um and and actually the other thing is so is that no decision is final you know different things are going to work for different families and no decision is final and you know, if a child is really going, is really enjoying being at home and that looks like it's going to be the best thing and for the other child, the best thing is going to be going back to school, then, you know, if that can work for a family, then you're never going to know unless you try it. So you can always go back on things, but I would still give it a go because otherwise you'll never, never know. So I, it's difficult to say, isn't yeah. it? Family's different. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think, um, as you say, we've both of us have got all our children at home and we have got in our in our home ed support group there are families who've got one in one out or whatever combination because that's worked best for them for their different reasons and I think yes you may well have a child who you feel needs to be at school and a child who you feel needs to be at home and home education is if it's anything it's flexible yes you'll have the school run with your with the one child world and, and that may limit your day but you can you, you can make your day work around that of course you can and even if you decide that a child could be at home for a while, it doesn't have to be at home forever. You know, you don't have to decide if I do home education this year, that's it. I'm home educated forever. Perhaps you might find that for this year, it might be the best thing for you. You can decide, well, we'll commit to home education for a year and see how we're going, see what the situation is at the end of the next year. That's for me, that was how we got into home education in the first place. We felt that the age of four was very young to be going into a formal learning environment and decided to keep our firstborn home until seven. Well, by the time he was seven, we were quite enjoying home education and we carried on and he didn't actually go to school. But that was our original um, approach to the whole home education thing. Of course, um, another issue to think about is if um, if you've got both parents working, that makes a bit of a difference about home education. What do you, do you have any um, insight into that, Molly? What do you think? Yeah, well, again, we both know parents who are working, single parents who need to work outside the home and earn the money to pay the mortgage. And somehow or other, they, they do jiggle it. And actually, there's a, a new uh, education consultancy startup, which I think we referenced to last week, but we'll put the link in again, with a, a very inspiring mum who does work as well outside the home. It's quite inspiring what she does, home, but also do need to pay the mortgage and, and work outside the home. So, yes, so, so actually, I'll, we'll just put the link into her and I would recommend you just look at her website. Yeah. 
and we'll put links to other episodes where we've talked about some of these sorts of issues as well and one other thing that you kind of touched on and I think is quite interesting in terms of looking at head at perhaps your child not going back to school is the whole involving other people and you talked about a neighbour my in-laws were quite interested that they could be part of the home education and my mother who was a nurse she's got involved at different times speaking about biology with my children it's quite a nice thing for other people in the family or other friends to be connected with your children and their education and seeing that education comes from a variety of areas and variety of people that you already do know you think through the sorts of things that you'd like your children to be exposed to you can find them (laughs) yeah and I think you touched on curriculum as well. And I think we sort of were both talking before and saying, actually, if, if we choose a curriculum, it needs to be a, a servant, not a master. Um, we don't need to be slaves to a curriculum. And I think also there's also a, a, a balance and each, each person will, will find this for themselves. Um, and if you're like me, you'll, you'll, you'll make some mistakes, but you'll kind of work it out, is the balance between reading and um, being uh, being inspired by different by different kind of educational philosophies like you know the Charlotte Mason philosophy or the um, classical philosophy or Waldorf. I've never worked out what that one is, but I know people follow it. <laughs> um, so all, all sorts of different things, which is really useful and fantastic. You know, to be to be inspired by those um, and to 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 learn from those uh, others who have walked the path before, but also being able to own your home ed for yourself as well. And our journey was that, I mean, I don't know how we did it, but we literally just after, you know, my older son took him out after school after um, being part-time in reception year. And I hadn't read anything. I didn't know any other homeschoolers. And um, he's 19 now, so it was quite a long time ago. We, we just got on with it. And I just really followed, followed my instinct. And, and when I then started later on reading about different things, part of me thought, oh, I wish I'd read this before. But interestingly, it, it wasn't quite so much that I wish I'd read it because I would have done this and done this and done this. But it was more the fact that actually when I started reading different things, different kind of philosophies, that a lot of that actually was my gut instinct anyway. And we were doing a lot of that. But I think if I had read things, it would have, affirmed and whereas I felt I was doing stuff very differently and and was quite underconfident a lot of the time if I'd read some of these things then actually what my gut instinct was saying which I probably is this is probably the same for most of us mums which is a reason why we homeschool that actually I would have just be just been more confident in what I was doing that I wasn't actually going out on a limb because in fact loads of people are all doing exactly the same you know very similar so I would say just get really, really inspiring and supportive. But also, um, we only ever put put the, um, you know, we tend to put the pretty pictures on Instagram, don't we? And, and the, the, the nicest side of it. And, you know, be real, allow yourself to be real and tailor your home ed to your family and work it out in a sense as you go along. Find out what doesn't work, you know, what does work, what doesn't work, change it. And actually that's all part of the process. You know, we actually learn through making mistakes and we learn through the mess. And we come up the other side and try something different. And that there is huge value in that. You know, a messy homeschool, there's a lot of value in that. Enjoy being inspired, but also go with go with your gut instincts as well. Just give it a go because it's fun. Definitely, definitely. 
Well, thanks for listening today. Uh, we hope you found some something to inspire you, to encourage you in your walk. And if you have any questions, then do ask them on our blog or our Facebook page. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.